Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Dish Salem Style. I Just three of us this week, Dylan and Ariet, have other commitments this week. So it's just me, Michael, and Nick. Say hi, guys. What's up, y'all? Hey, y'all. So it's a bit of a quiet news week this week. There was nothing major. So we are going to jump right into our stories. God and... help us all. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting that you bring up God given the first item on the outline. Oh, Steven. God. <laughs> I wanted to get this out of the way as quickly as humanly possible. Steve and Kayla are on the hunt for Kristen. They go undercover at the convent in Italy as a priest and a nun in some of the creepiest scenes of the year to date. Kristen sees them and calls Ava thinking she sent them and Ava tells her Xander is looking for Sarah. I never need to see Steve and Kayla undercover as a priest and a nun ever again in this lifetime or any other. I liked it. <laughs> it was fucking creepy. What was creepy mind. about it? <laughs> the fact that you uh, I, I, okay, to yeah, screw. Okay, I have, let me tell you, Tony. Okay. You know when actors hit the age of of a certain age they fall into one of two categories one they're still pretty hot and they can do slight sexy things you know the little kiss that leads up to the camera going up to the corner of a room and alluding to them having sex couples such as Cayman and Jarlena fall into that category and then there's the other where it's just not comfortable for us to watch our old ass have sex anymore and Stella fell into that category this week. This week solidified it. So that's the best way I can put it. Then it was just weird from a, they gave a dirty, horny, old freaking <laughs> nun who, who finally gave into their urges in their twilight years. It was just nasty. I didn't like that. I didn't like it at I was, all. I was thoroughly entertained by that, that aspect of it. That, that says a lot. It's, oh God, okay. Yeah, I was completely horrified by the entire thing. Steve just looked like an asshole, which at this point is normal. Like when he starts to not be an asshole, that's going to be the thing that's weird at this point because asshole is the new normal, apparently. And like, I was excited for this last week. I think I even said here on this podcast that I was looking forward to them being in a caper because that's kind of do you want your clown shoes in (laughs) because because i knew from the jump nine and a half wide please (laughs) (laughs) i mean look this was the most entertained by them i've been in a while so like i didn't need to see them having sex but the story was interesting like i didn't i didn't fast forward them which is what i usually try to avoid doing so like they didn't bother me. It just it, it, I could like had they removed the whole sex aspect of it, Maybe. or even or even the costumes. Like had had they not, and I get <laughs> it was just it was just oh, all wait. just the funny part was Steve was ready to get to like Caleb was like I'm a good Catholic girl I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's what made it funny to me because he was all in he was all for it and she was like yeah i can't do this let me go change and then we could talk that's about what made that. it weird for me yeah that's what the fact that he didn't care was just all yeah kind of, that he wanted to keep going i was just like oh he's keeping because also it's, <laughs> it's also a bigger issue of steve not giving a fuck about kayla's feelings and i'm really getting tired of it to be honest well, he didn't pressure her. He well, thought he, he thought I it was okay, the, and think, then when she got uncomfortable, he stopped it. I but think he, the main issue of that for me is they keep playing it on. Oh, Steve allows Kayla to be free when she's usually has a stiff upper lip and stuffy. No, it's him coming off being a dick and just not respecting her wishes and kind of like walking over her. It, it's and, a way they can play it like that, but they're not playing it like that. They used to. But lately, but, like uh, within the last year or so, he has basic he has this weird thing of like talking for her and then completely discounting her actual feelings. And it's just making again, making him as a character very, very unlikable then, and unrootable. But then again, I feel like he does it with everyone now because he did it with John last week. Yeah. Oh, John will take the case for you. Not even thinking one that his wife was just exercised and he was probably oh, like well, spend time with her. Like, <laughs> y'all know how two. y'all know how I felt about that because I read that man for filth for that. It's a common thread, and I'm just like, okay, I don't even like Steve anymore. But enough is enough. They're just did you ever like him? His, I used to. I never really cared for Steve and Kayla. It was more of a, I recognized the history that this couple had. I, I got them in the 80s. I liked them a lot. But then that 16-year gap really just killed that for me. It was kind of like a, eh, when they came back. And it was more of a, okay, I get the relevance. I get the significance. I, I get it. They just don't do it for me personally. They're not in my couple range. And that's fine. It didn't, until the Henry thing Yes, I've started calling him Henry because him says a lot to say in the morning. <laughs> unless Why you're don't... pouring it. Un- unless you're pouring it. But I'll probably start calling him Henry by the next episode. But anyway, <laughs> during that situation, that's when everything started to turn for Steve because he treated that baby like absolute shit, regardless if he believed that Trip was his father or not. That was just a terrible, terrible, terrible series of events that he did and it wasn't redeemable for me and it never will be at this point i don't even like steve but just watching them assassinate the character the character is already assassinated it's dead and they keep coming back for more and shooting it yeah they're beating a dead (laughs) horse at this point and i'll be honest i i was not like the whole we got into this entire situation because Stephen Nichols decided he wanted to walk away and Ron got petty and hasn't been able to let it go after four years. Well, he didn't just walk away. We ain't finna finna pay him and like Stephen Nichols to show his ass. Well, he did. He absolutely did. Uh, But at this point, if either one of them wanted to walk away now, I honestly wouldn't blame them. Either one of them. Yeah, yeah, it's getting sad. It's getting ridiculous. I, I got it the first few years because yeah, it was, he deserved that shit. He really did. But the, the now petty, the been, pettiness should have. I said it last week. The pettiness should have died with Steven yeah, yeah, but now it's just like, and I think it's so great him because we know this man is supposed to be a hero. He's supposed to be the stand up guy that everyone likes in the town. But we haven't seen that. Like, 
question was he better back in like in the 80s yes he was yes he was 100% yes because I was going to say like there I'm pretty sure there are like, very few characters from the 80s that you can kill off and bring back 20 plus years later or 16 years later and they still work but I guess since y'all saying maybe it's just a writing thing right now no it's it's definitely a writing thing because I mean even St- Stephen Kayla worked even up until he left because and I'll, see that's debatable for a lot of people I mean I get, me, I get it for you for me they did because I, I'm gonna say it and people may agree with me they may not I don't know but the scenes they got in 2018 particularly the the redo of the patch removal when he was going blind was one of the best scenes that they had had up to that point I remember that scene yeah that was really good I remember that too but my thing is, it's like, for me personally, see, I'm on the other side of the coin. I didn't really care for the customer. I was glad the character was back. But to me, the 16-year really damaged it because I just, I just wasn't feeling it. That was my first time seeing them. So I had to go back and watch your clips. I'm like, okay, I get it, but they're still just not doing it for me. Um. But I think a lot of people accept it and like Steve and Kayla, mainly because up until that point, all they did was have Kayla in the back serving chowder. She wasn't even doctoring. She was just there. So I don't know. It it just really sucks. And I I don't really care for the couple. I love Mary Beth, but it's like, come on, bro. Now you're wasting her because now we're looking at her like, damn, why are you still here? Like, I would rather her walk than have to go through this because of somebody else's action. Yeah. But let's move on to the other side of this. Uh, Kristen is, in fact, hiding at the convent. and Like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's I, I expected her to be on the island with Sarah. So having her in the convent was a surprise. Dumb. Uh, it was a choice. Yes, indeed it was. And then the <laughs> phone call with the phone call with Ava because she for some reason thinks that Ava would sick Steve on her. Like that makes any sense, but okay, sure. Um I can see where the whole Sarah mask redux is gonna come in. Uh, <laughs> that that's a choice. That the, is a choice. Bro. No, it's a choice. It's a choice I'm not going to judge until it airs, but it's a choice I'm apprehensive about at this moment. I I'm thought you was going to the island. I'm judging it. <laughs> they're, they're in California. Take that shit to the beach. Call it. <laughs> oh. They don't have the budget for this, sir. I feel like I have to keep reminding you that Days is poor. Yeah, I think, well, no, nah, they tried that one. <laughs> Never mind, never mind. I better say get some cam quarters, but never mind. <laughs> no pee pack. No pee. I was gonna say no pee pack. No, we're, we're no shaky cams. Never mind. Nobody jumping out of bushes. No. I mean, you know, Ken getting up there in age, that cam quarter be shaking like hell. Mm-mm. <laughs> I mean, I'm ready for this story to be over. Because yeah, I don't want to see no more mask. I don't want to see no more Kristen. I feel I'm like the mask, to go I, home. Oh. I don't think the mask thing is going to last as long because I think I think Abby's still going to figure everything out in spite of the fact that um, it's a mask. Uh, but apparently, it's Gwen in the Sarah mask, which that I didn't see coming. But 
I, I, I did. As soon as I heard Sarah in a mask, I'm like, this bitch going. I knew but it. I will allow it for the simple fact that it is going to make her implosion that much sweeter when it happens. I'm over it at you, this point. Because, you know, and I'm there now. Like I'm like I'm there with that character. Like I'm I've passed there with Jake. I'm at that point with Gwen now. Like at some point, like like stop doing unnecessary shit. Uh, stop doing unnecessary shit. Like I love Emily O'Brien, but that's so unnecessary. Mm. It, the, the secret can come out. Let it like she doesn't have to make well, things well, worse. Let, it's already let's bad. Be I'm going to say be it. She it is her father's be, daughter. But it wouldn't be as bad if she wasn't brought on doing the most absolutely unnecessary shit. It, it, it's like she's literally her own worst enemy. Yeah. And now we're getting, we're getting tired of watching it. She has no redeeming qualities at this point. It's, it's not even that. Like, if she didn't have any redeeming qualities, okay, fine. That's one thing. But this isn't entertaining at this point. Like, it's not unnecessary angst just for the, like, her plotting just the plot is unnecessary and it's not fun to watch. Well, here's the thing. The thing is, it grew old after last New Year's. That's when it, we really started to get tired of it. Yeah. Like, fall, fall 2020 into New Year's 2021 was the peak of fuck this character i want her gone for me were we recording man yeah we had just we had just started and we were we were all basically like fuck this yeah yeah okay so i do remember that correctly and i I liked her at the time but i'm over it now it's just emily o'brien's really good do something better with her you know something i'm tired of at this point Kristen on the wrong line that too. I'm tired of her too. They, they, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Lord, child, I'm so tired. They need to give that character a good year long rest. Longer. Don't bring her back until Rachel's 15. I like, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm just over it. I'm done. I've been tired, I'm tired of her Kristen popping since she up came back. <laughs> no, okay. I think I got tired after. I was done if she drugged Eric. Before, ooh, oh, yep. you done, done. Yeah. <laughs> Once she did that, Lee, I'm done. I don't care anymore. <laughs> okay, we're gonna move from. I miss Eileen. If she was, if she was back, I'd probably be more tolerant. But um, no shade to stay to have. I like you too, but you ain't Eileen. Um. <laughs> I think I truly got tired of Kristen. Um, when was the last time she left before she escaped the prison? Uh, you mean when Ava helped her or when Lonnie helped her? When Ava, Ava helped her. That's, helped her. That's, yeah, that's when I got tired of it. I was like, she needs to be gone for a minute. It was after the, the crazy Sarah mask and yeah, Kate yeah. dipping out of the car. Like, that was too much too soon. Did she wild. put on the Kate mask too? Yeah, she did. Yes, oh, it was oh. so much. Like it's just, like, it's just, mind you, all this happened in the span of three months. That was just not one even. Summer. No, it wasn't even summer. It was spring. It just happened. It, it was a week. It was a month. It was. It, I was in, it was in May twenty twenty one, right? Yeah, the spring of spring of twenty twenty one. Because I remember Lonnie. Of, it was May sweeps. Yeah, it was May sweeps. Because Sarah oh. left in like March. 
And then all the stuff with the masks and all the craziness, that was like April, May. Yep. It was between April and that May. Was a yeah. lo- okay, so it was <laughs> three months. I was right. Yeah, but it wasn't <laughs> summer. It was spring. Still, it was just a long three months. And it was just, <laughs> I don't want her back no more. Uh, well. <laughs> we know. I, I know. <laughs> I, 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 I say, like okay, I said, I ain't gonna I, be an asshole. I admit, give her a year break. I don't know. Give who her a year. Stacy's been filming. I don't know as who, but Stacy has definitely been filming. So a break is not coming. So prepare yourself for that. I'm hmm. exhausted. I, I, don't like, I don't like unnecessary things that get us back to the same places we always are. I want to move forward. I'm because if we're being honest, other than Sarah, other than Sarah. They aren't playing the things that all of Christmas schemes, like the fallout for that, it basically goes non existent after a month. That's not true. That is not true. Everything happening, everything happening with EJ right now stems from everything that Kristen did. Because See, Luke, Lucas, more, Lucas and Sammy. I think that was more of were, a Sammy thing. Yeah, yeah but I Lucas guess. and Sammy, Lucas and Sammy reconnected again for a second time in May. While they were kidnapped by Christian oh and Xander, I, I forgot about that. I guess. So you can't you can't say that it's not having ramifications because it is because that second time is what reinforced. I guess. That. <laughs> you can. It's that's basically. I guess. Let's move on. <laughs> well. As Brady is waiting on word from Steve, he tries to support Chloe, who is having a hard time with the lack of news on Philip. He takes her to the pub for lunch and runs into Kate, who asks him to stop looking for Philip. Brady refuses and Brady refuses and finds her request odd. Before Broey can really discuss it, Nancy shows up looking for Chloe. She thinks Craig is having an affair. Kate is just showing her hand, and again. They're writing Kate good in some areas, and then in some areas they're forgetting who she is. But Kate yeah. would never show her hand like this. This, mm. this is painfully obvious. As she's been painfully obvious before. Uh-huh. You, you're thinking uh-huh. 90s Kate. 90s Kate would never, but 2000s, mid-2000s Kate, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Okay, I'll give you that one. I'm happy. But, Phil, yeah. I'm happy. Brady had a brain about it. Uh, yeah, because he did that, question I, it why she want why she want me to stop looking. That's weird. As as much as I I love Brady, his brain is not always present. So that that was a nice uh, that was a nice we, surprise. We've had this discussion almost a year ago. <laughs> Brady is not dumb. He just got a sense of the wee wee. Well, at this point, he ain't fucking. So what's the excuse now? <laughs> All that pent up energy <laughs> is in the wrong head. Oh my god. Um, oh god. Um, oh my god. I mean, this is another story I feel like was unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We all know. Philip went through all Phillip this bullshit. Went to the planet farm. Yeah, like. <laughs> that, my thing is, I would have preferred them exposing that and having Kate and Victor deal with that fallout. Oh, I think it's going to be coming eventually, especially knowing that and we'll talk about it later. But the fact that she's using her missing son to manipulate people. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. when he when, when she knows he's not missing, like when all of this comes see, out. That, that's smart as hell. I am a lot too. Oh, it's definitely it's, smart. It's smart <laughs> as hell, but it's still grimy. 
It's very grimy. Um, well, shit, I'm I'm grinding along with because I'll do the same. I understand why she did it. I completely get it. I just and and, and then pull a surprise, bitches. And then... <laughs> um, I'm, I'm I'm my only the elephant in the room. I think we talked about this last week was they're kind of just skipping over the fact that Philip pushed Brady off the wagon, yeah. and everything's fine now. So that's weird. I'm curious I to see what the, Craig and Nancy again, are up to. Yeah, I think it's again because Brady is spending all of his time. Maybe this is why Brady is so focused on trying to find Kristen and Philip so that he doesn't mind you, so, they're gonna find Philip anyway. Because that that's not a secret that's gonna last a long time. This is in the eighties or seventies. But my thing is, do they not realize Philip could be thrown in jail for this any fucking way? Yeah, I mean, my I, I'm expecting it at most to go a year because at this point the Sarah secret has gone almost that long. I, I mean, yeah, but my thing is, Kate was like, "Oh, we're gonna get him some help. We're gonna hide him out." They're not gonna keep this story going as long as the statute of limitations would be for kidnapping. Yeah, but Kate also thinks between my money and Victor's money, we can take care of whatever charges get thrown at Philip just as long as he's mentally okay to handle them. Mm. Again, I guess. <laughs> I, I stopped thinking about I stopped thinking about crime logically in this town. I'm going to stop because I'm still upset about how Gwen Bounce Chick is walking around the streets after literally confessing to involuntary manslaughter. Question, um, have they cast Joy yet? Do we know if they've cast her? <laughs> I don't know. You heard the no, don't say, totally don't say nothing. You heard the news segment. You sit here every week for the news segment. Have you heard about her casting? This show hasn't announced any casting yet. We know everything. So but okay, okay, okay. No, there, there, you, there we, as far as I am aware, there is nobody in the age range that Joy would be having been cast. Totally get on here every damn week and do read the news, and you ask it. If we ain't said it, you ain't no see. Now you making us look bad on the F. Move on, Tony. I didn't know if they deciphered any more pictures from that blurry ass cast photo yet. <laughs> Don't you think if I did, I would have sent it to the group chat? Yeah, exactly. Hell, we don't even know if Kate McCain black Kate, and Tony got her bill. Did you know that Jennifer returning? No, I know I, I think I did see her on it. <laughs> Okay, let's go. <laughs> now I have to say allegedly. <laughs> Good God Almighty. Okay. Um, so why don't we talk about the other half of this? Uh, Nancy's back. Welcome back, Patrika Darno. Yes. And not Throtus. And what? what? Not Throtus. What the fuck? I'm oh, not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> oh, my God. I have, oh. I have no idea what's going well, on. Well, y'all said Nancy. Y'all said Nancy. I was just trying to clarify. Not that, Nancy. I think people knew what Na- Nancy we Oh, did. my God. I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The title of this episode is now Throtus. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never forget. I never forget. I'm sorry. 
but as long as the 1980s is a decade, I will never forget that fun fact. <laughs> but oh, yes, God. but yes, Nancy is bad. Not Miss Ray, but Miss Craig. She's bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> And I'm very excited. Why do you always really... show your ass when I'm hosting, sir? Because he's, cause he's not distracted. When I'm hosting. Exactly. <laughs> this is why you should make him host. <laughs> I got child in February. I'm hosting all Black History Month. Oh, hell. <laughs> <laughs> So apparently Nancy's back and she thinks Craig is having an affair. Now, there are rumors being circulated around Twitter that they might be making Craig gay. Do we want to see that story? No. Do I don't have actually... no. I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't know. Well, I do. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just want to... y'all can have it. I don't know. One and one, I'm a big I have a big pet peeve about them making characters gay once they feel like, you know, once they realize that the actor playing them is gay, or now that they feel like people are more out and living their lives and living their truth. So they're gonna make a character that the actor who's been playing it for years gay. I hate when they do that. Because at the end of the day, if you want gay characters on canvas, create great char- gay characters. Create them. Bring them on. You shouldn't have to do that with the characters who are already on for that long. And this isn't me saying this is a slam or that people don't find inspiration or their sexual identity later in life. It's just a simple fact of don't shortchange gay characters. Make them. Create them. Bring on gay actors, lesbian actors, bring them on, but don't bastardize stuff like that. I hate when they do that. And then two, it's a pet peeve of mine, mainly because Nancy has always been a full-figured woman, and Craig has loved that full-figured woman. Anybody came for Nancy, Craig was there to check them each and every freaking time. And this is a genre where we don't see that much on here anymore. We've never seen it. Is always a joke. I mean, look at Epiphany and Milo. They played her like she was a joke in that relationship the whole time. Meanwhile, that white man didn't even have a fucking job. We're not even going to go there because that's the wrong show. Um, so to make him, it, it bothers me because it kind of tarnishes, I wouldn't say tarnishes, but well, if he is having an affair, it, it just kind of fucks up that love story to me, and it just it's wrong. And I, I know that's that. yeah, I I, yeah, and I I completely agree. And I know that's the conclusion everybody is jumping to, mainly because Kevin has said in um interviews a couple years ago that he would love to explore that story with Craig if given the opportunity. I personally don't think that's where it's going. Um, this just from the way the article reads in Soap Opera Digest and the spoilers that we've seen, this feels to me like Nancy is jumping to conclusions because Craig has been distant, and maybe Craig is being distant because there's some kind of a health crisis, or or he's just getting older. You you know something I'm saying that a lot in like older couples or in conversations with older friends. Nancy and Craig used to be very sexual, very touchy feely. And as you get older, you kind of forget those urges. Me, I don't see how, because I, I, I could never. 
But well, you're not there yet. Give you don't know time. that. <laughs> oh, believe me, this thing truck until I leave this. Oh my god, god. second <laughs> But <laughs> but anyways, I think that might be a problem. It'll be a nice little older couple story about the changes of menopause and all that grand stuff of whatever. But I, I I really hope they don't make Craig gay. And not because I don't want him to be gay. It's just a simple fact. Craig and Nancy, they may not seem like um, they're a couple that means a lot, but they mean a lot if you pay attention and you look back on the lack of full-figured women on Souls for One, but the lack of love that full-figured women got, and Craig gave that love to Nancy, and I really don't want them to tarnish that. Yeah, I agree, but again... This is giving me more of Nancy is jumping to conclusions and there's a completely different reason. Maybe Craig has cancer of some kind and he's just afraid to tell Nancy. So he's been distancing himself while trying to process everything. That's where my mind is. Um, I'm not quite ready to jump on the he's gay bandwagon until I actually have a reason to do so. And there isn't enough in the narrative that we've the pieces of the narrative that we've seen so far to support that for me. So that's kind of where I am with it. And if they do it, I don't know how I feel. Like part of me is like, I'm excited for the material because it's good stuff for Nadia, for, for Patrika Darbo and for Kevin Spiritus. Yeah. I'm, but, I mean, it's not like, like it's a bad thing. If it turns out to be that way, I'll accept it and lick my wounds. I mean, it's not like, I don't want him to be gay because it's he is okay, cool, but my, it's the message but, behind it. No, I know that, this, and that that's where that's where I'm at with it too. Like I, I I'm split because I'm excited for the potential material that that story could bring, but I also understand the message that it's sending, and I'm not exactly comfortable with that either. Yeah, this is very much how y'all felt when y'all found out Lonnie wasn't gonna be Abe's daughter. True. That's true. And then we ended up coming around to the whole we, story. I'm, we, I'm, I'm still in the middle. <laughs> it's it's we, a great drama, but long term. Don't include me. Don't include me in that we one know. because I was over here celebrating. <laughs> you liked it from the beginning, but now we, that's because I, I told those y'all. Of us who were, those of us who were on the fence. That's honestly my years ago. We know. You never, you never believed that was his child. Um, but honestly, if they do go this route with Craig and Nancy, I'm worried that it's just gonna they're gonna come in, drop a bomb, and leave. How long are they gonna be around? Mm -hmm. Like, so what's like if if they're not here long term? What's the point? According to that lovely cast chart that Michael is oh so fond of, (laughs) both (laughs) both are listed as recurring still currently. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. I mean, we can see whatever is catching. Check all the way round, boy. Ooh, I know her pocket's so fat. <laughs> like, whatever they're doing, hopefully we'll get to see it on screen long term. I hope so. No, y'all think I'm playing? She was just on the Y&R the other day. That's who? Um, Sally's special sister. Oh, she went on, she crossed over? Yeah, she crossed, because remember, Sally's special crossed over from B&B over to the Y&R. Let me help Wait, wait, wait. Her great, her, 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 her great, her grandmother. Yes. Okay. 
Because you said sister, I'm like, I knew, I knew she was Sally's sister. No, her grandmother is Sally's, Sally's sister. sister. Okay, I had to figure out which Sally. O- OG Sally's sister, yeah, yeah. OG Sally's sister. Okay, I didn't know she had been appearing on there. Oh yeah, she's been doing it for ever since Sally popped over to the online iron. So she she's catching these checks, y'all. And I hope they say that in the dialogue. Did somebody try to call for Nancy? And say something with fans. She's like, the only thing that's fat is this cat in the sack. Oh my like, God. Let's move next, please. <laughs> uh, be- before we move on, I, I do have a question. I saw a couple of complaints about um, how how Nancy looks and, fa- and the fact that she, she's gone gray now, which apparently, if you look at current pictures of Patrika, she's not. So people are thinking that it's a day's choice and are slamming the wardrobe department. Does she does she have her signature red hair on the Young and the Restless, or is she? Yes, she does. That that's what was throwing me off. Oh, so it's all. I didn't know if it was like I don't know because you know why and our films closer to air date than we do, so it it might have been a situation where she went gray during the pandemic and came into days and then she went over to the wire I was like child I need me a good dodge if I walk up and hit with um Ed Brayden so <laughs> yeah I, 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 I don't know I know people people were quick to blame Days Wardrobe which I get you know but, but there's there's a lot of L's they can carry I'm just not sure this is one of them but but here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing even if it was a day's choice I don't mind it because just because Patricia, Patricia is a girl who likes to get her a good dye job doesn't mean Nancy is. We sometimes forget that characters and actors are different people. Nancy might be in a different place than Patricia is. So I just let it stay on the playground. It's not yeah. like she looks bad. No, she looks great. Like I, because when I saw it, I it didn't it didn't even dawn on me that that it would be a day's choice. I just assumed that Patricia just wanted to to go gray to go gray exactly so it wasn't until i saw somebody complaining and posting a recent instagram picture that made me go huh they complained about that y'all making titties out of an ant bed y'all need to stop out of a what titties out of an ant bed uh-uh. how have you never heard him say that before he says it all the time <laughs> maybe i just didn't catch it <laughs> Shows how much you how much attention you pay to the group chat. <laughs> You've typed that. Yes. yes. <laughs> Next segment. <laughs> See, that's why I fuck with Tony, Arya, and Dylan because they be picking up the lingo. Nick be two years late. <laughs> Y'all tweet a lot. Probably typically during work hours. I don't be having time. <laughs> Moving right along, Abby has gotten a lead on Sarah. One of the Demera Enterprises pilots disappeared not long after Sarah did. Abby is on the hunt to find them. I am loving Abby in Not only that, hold on. Not only that, she dressed nice this week. I see people were ragging on that green dress. I loved it. She was out of her Laura, Laura Ingalls cosplay costume. <laughs> My biggest wish for Abigail in the wardrobe department. I want her to dress very modern Linda Evans. Y'all probably don't even know who Linda Evans is. God, I wish Dylan was on this podcast. I don't know who Linda Evans is. We know who Linda Evans is. We're not stupid. Crystal. Okay. 
But okay, so we worked with some y'all. Okay, okay, I heard some good folks. I thought I was okay. We're also fans, sir. We know who these people are. Okay, okay. I discredited y'all. My bad. I should have had more faith in my team. Anyways, I, that's who I want them to dress. I want her modern crystal because this little house on the prairie school mom dressing like she finna go down to see my Walton is just not good for me. <laughs> it's not doing it for me. I could see her in and some I know, of those, some and, and here's the stuff thing. like that. I could see yeah. That. And here's the thing. I know that's the style. You know, I, me, unlike the other co-hosts on this show, I, I know how to transfer today's style to, to the show and I don't try to rag on people's wardrobe. That's bad. And I know the prairie dresses are in style. But when you have, and this is not a slam or insult, Marcy Miller has very plain, dainty, beautiful features. When you have those type of features, you cannot wear the prairie dresses because you look like you're in your grandma's nightgown. Yeah, she's got, a be- she's got a beautiful figure. She deserves to be in form-fitting things that shows it off. Exactly. She needs something bold. Because when you have a plain, dainty, beautiful features like that, and you mix it with something very plain, the look does not look. It's not good. It and, looks like you're getting ready for bed. And honestly, she she shines in solid colors. I don't yes. love it. I don't love it when they put her in prints. I don't love it when they put a lot of the female um, cast in prints. I love the solid colors, and she was rocking that green dress. And it's her only Dan- two who can do prints, and that's Kate and Nicole. Other than that, Nicole, yes, Kate. It's debatable. It, it, it dep- really depends. Yeah, it depends. It depends on the on the print, because there there are some days when she's looking like she went shopping at Prince's estate sale, and it's just no. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's mm-hmm. let talk about the actual <laughs> story, y'all. I'm sorry, that, that that really just grinds my gears. And this is the second week in a row I have wanted Abigail to jump with Anders Bond. Okay, so there I was is just that. about to say their chemistry again held up. I don't, I'm not, go ahead and do it. I'm not shipping them. <clears throat> Could I see them as the odd investigative duo? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Nick. You're speaking my language because I was just about to go there. They're they're very well, they come up very sitcommy. She's the straight man, he's the idiot, but it works. It's the dynamic uh, they've been trying. Like. They, it's the dynamic they've been trying to give him with Sarah and Gwen that didn't work with either one of them, but works here. I would like him to start working at Spectator, and they become this tag team reporter team. Oh yes, please, and it leads to a. And it leads into a steamy affair. What would his job? I, 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 I don't that. think he, he can. I don't think he can just be a reporter. Like maybe like he could be like he some be hired come, some hired muscle to like an investigator. Look, I feel like to, he can be an investigator to dig into yeah. things. Yeah, he could probably get a PI license. He can be. PI, he can or be. He could, I could see him as an investigative journalist because quiet as kept. A lot of journalists have their um articles dictated for them they don't write it they have someone dictated for them 
what, and listen, if, we, if, Ryan, we can believe, hey. if we can believe that Xander can run Titan, I'm pretty, I, I'd pretty much buy him in any job at this point. Yeah, they say he was actually doing a good job. So, <laughs> I mean, I assume so, Xander I, went to college. I just, he was just the black sheep of the family. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I, people. He he may be dumb, but he's smart when it counts. Just like Brady, he, yeah. it's, they smart when it counts. Abby and anyway. Xander intrigue me, and Paul and Marcy are having a lot of fun. And this is a different side of Abby, a side of Abby I've always wanted to see. Like ever and, since, and, and plus, plus they don't have anything for Paul to do, but continue, like not Paul, but Xander to do. But continue, Tony. So this this really really works because honestly I needed I love it when Abby gets stuff on her own aside from all of the chabby drama because lord knows we've had more than enough of our share now now listen y'all may be shipping this now but be careful what you wish for because Xander and Abby it means that they're going to continue this Gwen Abigail feud I'm just letting you know of what could possibly come of it but okay, honestly, okay, hold I'm, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. As long as Laura and Bill's granddaughter keeps putting her fucking foot on that bitch's neck, I I'm don't fine care. With it. As long as <laughs> Abby can give as good as she gets, I don't care. And quite honestly, if Abigail wanted to be, you know what, you took my husband, I'm going to steal your man just because I can, I would 100% be for it. I want her to put the force of Alice Tom, <laughs> Laura, be, I want every day. We force, don't want no force from the Bill. Force. Listen. Oh no! The, wait, no. The energy, no. Wait, Michael, Michael, wait, wait, wait. The energy that Alice had for Peter. She didn't get it. <laughs> oh no! Let's move on. Nick, you ruined it. Now, I don't think she would intentionally like i don't think she would cheat but i could see her putting it to gwen and making gwen feel insecure ooh, what are they making an emotional affair ooh, 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 i would ooh, i would ooh. i would like that because wait, chat wait, would wait. be so chat would be caught off caught off guard what if abby figures everything out we know that gwen wears a sarah mask a grown eye roll blah 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 but what if it doesn't last as long as it did the first time? What if Abigail figures it out in five seconds and takes it to Xander, and then Abby and Xander team up to take one down? And it leads to an emotional... Yes. Well, I don't know. Yes. I don't see that happening because I think Xander's going to be more hurt before he starts lashing out. But what does Xander do when he's hurt? He lashes out. Also, I feel like that would be a good chance for Abigail to see another side of Xander. Because at, at this at this point, it'll it, he will he will have been made a complete fool up. So yeah, he's gonna be hurt, but he's also gonna be angry because he put everything on the line for this girl, and she basically shit in his face. But how, you know have we thing? seen him be like hurt over a girl before yet? Like the one that he was actually uh, he well, thought Sarah, he was, but then outside he, of Sarah, drank himself into a hole. Do you, I do you not remember his drunk vendor that ended in a marriage to Chanel? Oh yeah. Um, that he well because thing is he also lost Sarah like he if it would be different if Sarah stuck around and he had to deal with the fact that she just didn't want to be with him Zan Gwen's going to want to be with him but he's not going to want to be with her I'm curious to see like is he going to get angry is going to get vindictive what's he going to do he's he's going to get angry 
He he did so much for her. He risked so much. He went to jail for her. Yeah. And not only could she not be honest, she couldn't she be secure in their relationship at all. She couldn't be secure in his feelings. She couldn't be honest. She couldn't even she had to double down on the lie and pretend to be Sarah to his face. It's not like she was walking around with Sarah's face and not talking to him. Like whatever lies are going to come out are, are going to come. She's going to be right there in Xander's face, wearing Sarah's face, lying to him. It's all going to be just one giant clusterfuck that is going to lead Xander possibly down a vengeful path. And honestly, I could be here for it. Yeah, I could be if Gwen had something to take. She's got nothing to lose. Like, what's... They're going to make her pregnant again. That's the thing is, that's... I didn't want to say that, but because that's usually my, my go-to. But, like... It, that, that's wrong. Yeah, as of right now, there's nothing... It would be different if Gwen had, like, a company or a house or something that she cared about. She has nothing. So I don't... Like, I don't want to see Xander going after her when there's nothing for him to take. It's just like him kicking her when she's when she's down. And I don't want to see that. Oh, I do. <laughs> oh, wow. but I don't think it'll I don't think it'll translate well on screen. Not for everybody. Listen, for a major, I think for I think for a majority of the audience who is as sick of Gwen shit as every as we are. I think it's going to translate very well because we have had to watch Gwen win after win after win for over a year that for her to constantly be, be buried in L's now, I'm, I'm here for it. Yes, like, but, literally. Yes, but her wins haven't been honest wins. Everything that she's won, quote unquote, has been stained by her schemes. Like, it's it would be different if it were like Peter on GH. Yeah. Like for, for a long time, Peter stopped actively doing anything to harm people, but he never paid for anything he did. Gwen is still screwing up constantly. So her wins, her wins feel hollow. Which makes which makes me want to see her taken down even more. It makes me want to see her lose. But I don't want to see her like get tortured, like <laughs> because like what's the point? Well, that, that sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> well, what was the audience was tortured watching Gwen's scheme for over a year? It's about time that we got some payback. The only thing I can, nobody feels the pain that I feel. The only thing <laughs> I could see maybe working is maybe Xander not believing it immediately, and then him trying to pull it out of her while like playing nice and when she continues lying that's when he goes off because I, I feel like he would try to give her the benefit of the doubt first yep and she, we know knowing when she's gonna oh no i didn't do that <laughs> i would never do that <laughs> well speaking of gwen wait she's... hold on before we move on before we move on i decided i have to be specific okay so Dear Salt Jesus, <laughs> I would like for Xander to start working at the Spectator. I would like for him and Abby 
to be a team. I have to say it slow. I would like for them to start some kind of camaraderie, whether it be an emotional affair or a physical affair. I want it to go somewhere. And I want it pinned by Jamie Giddens because he knows how to write an emotional affair. Amen. It's a He's like a breakdown. It's a like break you're reading the Dr. So Seuss he... book. <laughs> I want an emotional affair. I want it to go somewhere. <laughs> you have you have to say it. You 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 have to write it down. If I could write a script right now, I would. I want that's how specific we have to be now. Oh my god. Okay. Well, I just okay. Well, I'm sorry. Now? I'm I'm sorry, but no, no, because we've been burned so many times by this. I don't want to. Last year, me and Tony were down the fist fighting, trying to find another love interest for Abigail. And Tony told me there was no use. But now we have we have found the second coming. Did we have found did I, did I suggest Xander last time? And you, I think you told me no. Well, sometimes the magic is wrong. I'm, I'm wrong once a year. Once a year, I'm wrong. And that was that one time. Take your W, Tony. Let's move on. We ain't gonna dwell on this. I'm taking and I'm moving and here we go. Gwen is it, still it, it, it takes a lot for me to admit that. So take this W because I have friends for over 10 years who haven't even received that one. So get that one. I've got it, and I am moving on as you requested. So here we go. Gwen is still spinning out about Xander, Xander finding Sarah, but takes a few minutes to listen to Ava's problem. Ava tells her about Rafe and Nicole and that she is setting him up at work for revenge. And y'all, I have never been an Ava Vitale stan ever before. I am now. She is making I- Rafe's life a living hell, and I am here for every second of it. I hope it gets worse. Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> want nobody. I don't want nobody painting her as a villain for this. They better not say nothing, Nathan. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I'm still stuck on this. Ava literally went to this man, y'all, and said, "Do you have feelings for Nicole? If you do, there is no problems. We good. I'm, we're so good. We're good. There's no beef over here. I promise you, bro." And the man at all of 57 years old kept lying when the truth, when the truth will do. The truth will do, bro. And you keep lying. You're still lying. And he's lying on some of the basic stuff. You know something? You never would have got caught up if you told the truth on some of the shit. All you had to say was, yeah, I was hanging with Nicole. I told you we friends. Cool, but no, when she ca- literally catches you talking to Nicole and you're literally in her face. Oh, I can see Nicole today. What are you talking about, Ava? Where's my lasagna? I'm just I'm just happy that Ava's not going crazy because that's what I thought they were gonna do immediately. Um I want I want her to drive Rafe crazy. 
Like remember Literally. when remember Insane. when they had Rafe in the nut house, but it was because he had a doppelganger. I don't want him to have a yeah. doppelganger this time. Drive him insane. Gaslight his ass. Because he's he's he knows you've struggled with mental health issues, and he was literally gaslighting you to your face for months. Because you know what? It's already starting. Because he he can art. We'll talk about it in a second. Because um, we'll talk about it when we get there. But it's already starting. But I just want to get this next little um, Gwen thing out of the way, then we can jump back on the race train. I I already told y'all last week, and I'm gonna shut my mouth. I want them to have Ava doing that long monologue and race house like she always doing. And then she was like, well, if I'm going to do this, I got to do this right. Give me strength, dad. And they pan over to the picture of her father and this David Canary. I want her to put Rafe in the fucking ground. I don't want him to have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out. Oh, I wonder if she could steal the house from under him. Oh, By yes, the time please. she is done with him, I want his name to be legally changed to Horace Matitis. That's for my scary movie fans out there. I genuinely would prefer her systematically destroying his life and yeah. doing it without getting her hands dirty. Like, yep. I don't uh, want her going to jail. What, I don't want. Like, people can be mad, but I don't want her going to jail over this at all. Like, I need her to get away with it. And, and this is how bad I want to go. I want her to get him fired from Salem PD. I want her to own Gabby Chic, and I want her to turn Ariana Grace's credit score to 305. <laughs> I, I, I want her okay. going for everybody. Well, before before we continue, before we continue on the race side of this, Xander does overhear... Um, their conversation and he finds their newfound friendship to be suspicious as fuck and he questions it and Gwen says that they bonded over losing a child and he bought it oh that was weird because (laughs) that was weird and and they they randomly brought up the weird Charlie Gwen scenes that went nowhere right before he died yeah that was it's the thing is, like, Xander ain't shit, but he knows what Charlie did. And the fact that Gwen admitted to briefly bonding with him while he was being accused of what he did, and now with public knowledge what he did, it's just... Mm, it's weird. It's just really weird. Ava needs to teach Gwen some things. Yeah, that whole moment was a little odd to me. Like, I'm glad he kind of questioned their friendship because it is weird because, like, they've basically been friends for five minutes. But it just, again, it was weird. But moving on to the Rafe stuff. Uh, two criminals have come forward claiming Rafe planted evidence against them and Trask is investigating. Rafe knows something is off, but he can't prove it. He tells Sean about Duke, all the eye rolls, and he theorizes that the person who destroyed Duke is trying to ruin his career and he thinks that person is Ava. 
And this is what I mean when the, when I say the gaslighting is already starting because he's already starting to suspect that it's Ava and Ava's going to be like, oh no, it's not me because why would I? Yeah, she is already saying why there's no reason for me to do that, is there? Um, I, I think to me, my my stupid self, I don't know why I got my hopes up. I'm like, are they going to bring up the fact that Rafe and Hope framed Andre for Stefano's murder or no? But no, they're I not going to. So. They're not bringing that up ever again. <laughs> what they're... size do you want your class? <laughs> size nine two. <laughs> they take this never... down. Hold on. <laughs> I swear to God, instead of would you like fries with that, it's would you like cloud shoes with that. <laughs> they are never going to acknowledge that ever. There's no way in hell Rafe or Hope should even still have badges, let alone be running somebody's department. <laughs> yeah. Man, Rafe take fuck the police to a whole new level, bro. <laughs> oh my God, bro. He's just in- I, I really don't fuck with kids like I salam alaikum, man. <laughs> When this is all said and done, I need Rafe to be perp walked out of the police station in handcuffs. Yes, that, that's, whole what, stroll. that's what I want. <laughs> you want him to do the whole stroll? Okay, I feel you. He needs to be destroyed because he's dead wrong. There's no rooting for him in this situation. And he doesn't. Oh, wait, he hasn't wait, needed... wait, wait. What? Hold on. Before we continue, we have to be specific. When Rafe is fired, <laughs> not take him over to the black patch. He better not go over to the black patch. We are good. We're so good. <laughs> Thank you, they, amen. They would need something to do with him. I just don't know what. That's the thing. Like, because it is a reality that he is on this show. So we have to find something for him to do. He can okay. go back or to, he can I, go to I, the I ISA. Yeah, he, or he can get a letter from Quantico and not come back. Well, yeah, but Gabby that's, has that's, a house. But again, Michael, we are living in the reality of the fact that Galen still has a job. <laughs> Why? I, but Why? I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get him out of the police station at the very least. Because that's we're, what not, I gonna get, we're not, we're not going to get him off of the show, so we have but to think about the- it, y'all. Steve and Rafe in one office. <laughs> All the time. We barely see the black patch office as it is. Oh, God, that's funny. They'll bring it back for Galen. They'll bring it back for him, and you know they will. Yeah, they would. Rafe and Steve in the black patch office. Might actually make me like Steve. The bars in hell, Tony. (laughs) I would rather have meningitis than sick to that. Don't say that. But yeah, Rafe gotta go. I'm tired. They do need a change of scenery at the police station anyway. And Sean is right there. Do it. Seriously, please. It'll be a perfect way to play angst between... Oh, wait. She's not the DA. She's just a lawyer. But she's a lawyer for Demira she's Enterprises. A lawyer, she's a lawyer for all the people that Sean will arrest. Yeah, so that, that's a great way to play angst between Sean and Belle. Make Sean the police commissioner. Fire Rafe. Other than this new baby we finna get. What? No, let's stop. No, <laughs> we're not doing that shit. No, we're we are leaving that on the playground and moving on. Speaking of babies, okay. I don't know what I want to talk about. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I want to talk about this, so I'm just going to 
say it and we can move on. I'm, <sighs> sure neither one, I'm sure neither one of you give a fuck, but I, I do. So we I'm going to talk about this. But I do, so I'm going to take my moment. As Ben and Sierra debate if they want to know the gender of their baby, we get confirmation that the devil does indeed still want their child, which I do know that we had questioned whether or not that thread of the story was going to continue with the possession transferring over to Johnny. We got confirmation in the Johnny Susan scenes that it is still on his radar. And speaking as the only Sin fan on this podcast, I enjoyed the little bit of cute and happy that we got with the whole do they or don't they want to know the gender and I thought mm. it was a, it was a nice balance to all of the other drama and craziness that was going on within that episode which we'll talk about in a little bit but I enjoyed it I know neither one of you did I'm pretty sure you guys have nothing to say so I'm oh wait 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 wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I have to say um I did really like Sean and Sierra. <laughs> I really did like Sean and Sierra interacting as siblings. I've always liked that. Um, I love because that. Sierra really doesn't have anyone else here. Chelsea's not there. Bo's dead. Hope is gone. And so it was nice to see. Um, and it was I was pleasantly surprised that they brought up that the devil wanted the baby in the first place. So my only worry is how is it going to end? Because if not, I'm not like I'm they not don't kill it now. Don't yeah, kill it the, later. Yeah, like if it's if she doesn't if this if this story doesn't wrap with her miscarrying, then I don't see a point. But yeah, okay, I have two. I have two things before we moved on. Okay, one, see, Arrow still ain't been back to work. She's and two, working. We just don't see her working. Let it go. Sorry. <laughs> Basically, yes. Okay. In the words of Nene Leaks, you might be convincing Hope, but you won't be convincing anyone else. And, and two, number two, Brady. <laughs> please stop. And number two, what what day was this? Tuesday. Yes, Tuesday. Tuesday, Sierra and Ben spent an hour arguing over an envelope. And that's no, all they I spent four minutes and 46 seconds arguing over an envelope. I had to watch it live, right? No, so, okay, you watch, they spent you watch live on Monday. You watch live on Monday, not Tuesday, sir. Oh, fi- fine. 37 minutes <laughs> arguing over our envelope. We can move on now. God, I wish they would just shit and get off the pot and do something with them. Moving right along. Okay, now we get into the big crazy stuff. Okay, here we go. The devil has And it says something you didn't even add that story to the big crazy stuff. (laughs) They literally aired for four minutes and 46 seconds. What was I going to do and make that a big thing? I used it as a transition. That's why they argued about it the whole episode. That's why I used it as a transition point into the devil stuff because that was all it was. Well, Tony, I'm just fucking with you. Go on here. <laughs> <laughs> the, the devil has announced in front of everyone that he no longer wishes to be married to Chanel, leaving everyone shocked and Chanel heartbroken. Chanel leaves and Allie goes after her. Paulina drags Johnny for filth and when he tries to make a run for it, causes the chandelier to collapse on her. EJ is suspicious of Johnny's behavior, but the devil convinces him that he's just embracing his Demara destiny. This was so messy and so good. 
I was so curious as to how she would get hurt. That was not that was not head. what I expected. <laughs> um, Joe Devil is quite entertaining. <laughs> He's a chaotic he mess, assassin, and I bit. love it. Yes. <laughs> He's he he is embracing the mess and the chaos in a way that he could not do when he was possessing Marlena. Yeah. Because there's only so much that you can push the devil, push the envelope wearing Marlena. Yeah. Like Johnny's the perfect vessel for him to raise hell and no one look at him sideways because... Well, EJ's looking at him sideways, but nobody else really. EJ, EJ's only looking at him sideways because he keeps quoting the Bible like an idiot. <laughs> right? I, I literally said to my mom the other day as we were watching, I'm like, Johnny doesn't quote the Bible. He quotes movies. Yeah, like, stop quoting the Bible. That's the, that's the only thing that's giving him away. Everything else, Johnny being... looking at him like, you're grabbing my stools and been around you, ain't <laughs> Johnny's like... Johnny's been messy, according to jo- Ali. So, like him being a mess, yeah. suddenly. I, I, honestly, at this point, I take a lot of shit. Ali say with a grain of salt. <laughs> no, but I, they did it on purpose. They they set up that narrative so that when when this happened, everybody would attribute it to that instead of wondering what the hell is wrong with him. Yeah, so no, like, I'm, not, I'm not saying that's not true, but I'm, I'm also saying that Ali is a player hater. So, <laughs> but as far as she knows, she was also proven to be correct. So is she? Okay, two things can be true at the moment. <laughs> Just because it was true don't mean she had to open her mouth and say it. That's dirty, Mackin. Just a ooh, go ahead, Tom. That's soapbox in my own. But I, I do want to I do want to give um a shout out to Raven Bowens who absolutely slayed this week. Yeah, I she felt did. really bad for her. It was so wrong of Johnny to do that to her. In front of everyone. everybody. Like you couldn't do this before this party started. You couldn't <laughs> it's just a simple principle that he was just digging her out. That's 30 she, minutes before and, the party. And that's the thing is, that's what she said. She was like, you just showed me how much you love me. And Lonnie and Paulina's faces behind her was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they, nah, they grimaced because I'm like, oh, damn. We didn't know it was like that. Like that. But I, I loved having Paulina and Lonnie like on either side of her. Yeah, I did too. At, as, as her anchors. And like, you could see their quiet fire. Like, Paulina said a lot, but Lonnie didn't really say much, but you could still tell that Lonnie wanted to kill this boy. Given the green light, she would have choked him out if she had <laughs> Yeah, Johnny's a mess, but I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying it so much. And I loved seeing, like, Tony and Anna's face. Like, Anna was so upset. She's like, what? Because she, she likes Janelle <laughs> and she likes Paulina. So. And all in the corner. He's a good man, Savannah. <laughs> but Paulina, like, Paulina dragged him. If you don't slap Ooh. this bastard, I will. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. My okay, favorite... don't shoot me. Don't no, shoot me. Don't, don't. I know what you're going to say. I was hoping that this wasn't in reference to that, but go ahead. It, it was a little hammy. A little honey baked ham. It was, but I think it suited the moment. 
No, it, it actually, didn't. No, it didn't. I think it yes, did. Yes, it did. It was 100%. <laughs> it, it, was a, it, it was a little too over the top. And again, I feared this would happen. I brought this up a few podcasts ago, tail end of the year. It wasn't bad. Like, it didn't kill the performance for me. But my gosh, it was heavy. You mean the it, overall scenes or that specific it, part of it? that specific part of it when she really got worked up and started cussing him out uh, I was like okay tone it down some 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 yeah I know you didn't cuss somebody out before do it like that don't <laughs> now I now one thing I did see people complaining about was when they were leaving and the the chandelier crashing because we had kind of gotten all that drama and like it was just setting in I do understand people's complaints about letting it breathe um because i thought she was going to follow him upstairs or something else i didn't know what's going to happen immediately after that but um i did enjoy most of it see i was hollering at that point i ain't gonna lie i was weak as hell it was funny Come on, when, the, when the chandelier fell <laughs> when the chandelier fell because it was the oh, last it was the last thing no, we expected i literally i wasn't expecting it i told the group chat i'm watching live today do not give me any spoilers <laughs> so i i was utterly pleased to see that chandelier fall <laughs> and then i was even more pleased when they finally showed paulina on the floor and she had her shoes off. I said, oh, shit, that she had her SWV in the knees. Like, I, I screamed. I wasn't expecting it It knocked her off her feet like Stevie Wonder. I, I screamed. I wasn't expecting it at all. Neither and was. it was she a lot. She got bow and it. She did, and that was that was that was an amazing shout out to the um, OG possession, and it kind of aired around the same time too, which was kind of cool. But because um, like the moment where he was channeling his power, and you heard the lightning crack, I thought he was breaking a bone in her body. That's what I it sounded. Like. That's what it sounded like. So then when they shot up to the ceiling, and I'm like, "What the fuck is happening?" I'm like, <laughs> and then, "Oh shit!" He giving her osteoporosis. <laughs> I, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I give up. <laughs> like I was, I very much thought he was breaking her bones from the inside. I, I was hype as hell, and then the chandelier fell, and I started laughing. <laughs> yeah, that was quite funny. And now we move over to the Susan stuff. Susan is still at the hospital, but can feel the devil's power, which sends her right back to the Demera mansion. She confronts the devil about possessing Johnny, and the devil uses his power to mind control her into going home. The way they to Edmund, she went home to Edmund. Roger, a lie. They said Roger. They did say Roger. Just because you are refusing to acknowledge, it does not mean that that is not what was said. She went home to Edmund, y'all. Fuck what they saying. Fuck what they talking about. <laughs> but I, I like the way that this was done because they almost did it in a way that I thought Susan actually had a vision and saw the chandelier falling. Mm. Because the way it was cut, like 
she the the glass she had in her hand shattered at the moment that the chandelier fell so i thought that like she was she was actually seeing what was happening but she was just feeling the devil's power see i was kind of hoping that she was going to squeeze the glass and the glass broke but i don't know i mean it was cool nonetheless it was just i think the force the force of the the devil she can sense the devil's power and the strength of his power is enough to i mean when johnny accepted the devil it was enough to make her projectile vomit all over Marlena's shoes. So it makes sense that when but, he's... Uh, but here's, here's the thing, though. Did they ever talk about what made Johnny vulnerable to the devil? Has that been, like... I, I think it's because he's the grandson of Stefano and Marlena. Oh, okay, because think... I was thinking it was more of the guilt of him bringing up this movie, this possession thing in his movie anyway. I don't think yeah, they've touched on it yet. The only thing they really said is that he's the, he is the um, grandson of Stefano and Marlena, and that's what makes it the perfect makes, makes perfect. him the perfect vessel. Yeah. Now I do think because this is something Tony has was saying from the beginning that Johnny may have accidentally set the devil free in the first place. So I think that could be why, because maybe whatever he was doing in the tunnels Johnny caused this so maybe the devil always knew he could just go into him just in case but he wanted Marlena first see I don't know now and the only reason I say that is because the devil put the idea to kidnap Sammy in Lucas's head that happened a week before Johnny even came to town oh hmm so the devil was already out at that point so I think my theory just got shot to hell, pun intended. <laughs> I do hope they go back and explain all of this. It would be interesting. I think I think they will because there's a lot of um, pieces here. I do Didn't wonder me, your theories. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, they have. Listen, listen. I, they've been I, your theories down a lot lately, Tony. I've been right a lot too. Will this I be listen. my year? Because last year was your year. Uh, yeah, yes, last year was absolutely my year because uh, pretty much a lot, a lot of the things I said last year did end up coming to pass. There were a few rather large L's that I had to take. But with this show... But since I'm the new either... year hit, since the new, like probably since around December, I've been coming up with gold a lot lately. Yes. This might be my year, y'all. <laughs> Let's hope. Because I but deserve. I'm going to... I'm going to bring this up when we talk more about EJ's trial in a little bit, but I'm wondering if the devil implanted the idea in Lucas's head to kidnap Sammy on purpose, hoping that it would either A, distract EJ, and he would be able to swoop in to take Demera, or B, as it's turning out, EJ's the one going to jail. Which I wonder if the devil was always planning on jumping bodies at some point because a lot of this plan would not have been, a lot of these plans would not have been able to be feasible in Marlena. Well, well, well see, the thing is, and the, this is my, me might be speculating, this is me probably pulling something out of my ass, but I think with the past two attempts of trying to get Marlena failed beforehand, you know, back with the Salem Stalker and all that good stuff 
I think the devil was actually making plans to make anyone susceptible at that point. At that point. Because I, I feel like he would have had a good bet with EJ as well, because let's face it, that's Stefano's heir. So I feel like Yes. I think he wanted he, he Mar- was make- he wanted Marlena for the for yeah, just because you know, the drama wanted, yeah the, yeah the drama of it and plus Marlena gave him easy access to Ben and Sierra's child exactly but I also feel like he was trying to make anyone susceptible at that point because I, of, I, if you think about it around that time a lot of, like the things that we know now he was putting a lot of stuff in motion to make anyone susceptible. Because let's face it, the guilt of kidnapping Sammy, Lucas would have been susceptible. The loss, like the hurt of losing Sammy, EJ is susceptible. It, it, it was a lot of things that really just add up to now. So it makes me think, could it have been a situation where he was weighing his options with everyone and then Doug got sick and he just thought, okay, this could be perfect. I can get easily get to my lane this way. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it it depends too, and I think I I wonder too if because he was having such a hard time keeping control of Marlena because of the support system she had around her that he started making alternate plans. Like I think at some point, yeah. at some point the devil knew he was going to be exercised. Yeah, or so his I, time of Marlena wasn't going to last long. He knew that. Right. So I think he, I think at that point, the plan was, I'm going to let this exorcism happen, but I'm actually going to jump into somebody else. Yeah. So I feel like he's been making plans for any and everybody to become yeah. susceptible where he can, because some people who just couldn't budge, like Julie, definitely couldn't. But you know what I mean? That's just my soapbox, my theory. No, and I agree with it. And I love that, like, Susan is the one that's kind of figuring this all out. She's kind of the Celeste in this story. Um, And Mm. I love, not not as well, but it's still still the vibe. I mean, yeah, I I get it. I just wish we had Celeste back. Yeah, but Tanya Boyd isn't acting anymore, so it would have to be a recast. And I don't know that I want that after the last one. Definitely not after the last one. I have a wish for cast, but that never happened. No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I did enjoy the um, Susan devil scenes. And I love the fact that Susan is like, well, you can't kill me. And you certainly can't kill EJ because nobody's going to buy that Johnny's going to kill his father. So your threats don't really work on me. So what exactly are you going to do? And the devil chose to mind wipe her. That was which nice is surprise. weird because he could have been doing. Which is weird because he could have been doing this shit. See, I don't see. I I have I have an explanation for that. Or is it like a video game? You only get to use it once per round. Nope. <laughs> Younger body, stronger powers. Ah. Uh, hmm. Okay, it's possible. That's that's. What I'm, I'm comparing everything with. to supernatural. To be so honest. Am I. <laughs> So yeah, you typically when they're young, they go into a younger vessel, they have more freedom to do other things. Yep. <laughs> See, you and me, same brain. I guess. Which is Michael's code for the move on. It's code for what now? It's code for what? 
code for I don't really have an argument, so we're just gonna move on. <laughs> <laughs> the level of fucks is waning. <laughs> oh god. All right. So moving on. Seeing Paulina almost die made Lonnie's anger lessen. In her moment of panic, she called Paulina mom. She takes Paulina to the hospital and we see Lonnie finally start to open her heart to Paulina. I really liked this. I know a few people had issue with her suddenly calling Paulina mom, but when you see that, someone you love almost die, the truth comes out. That wasn't the issue. It was just a simple fact of Again, I talked about this last week. Paulina is very pushy. Yeah, she don't let pe- she doesn't let people process things in their own time. She doesn't let people speak on things in their own time, and that just bothers me so much on a personal level. So a, a lot of these things is not like they're bad things. I just I kind of tune out. Well, I won't say tune out because I pay attention, but my emotions just kind of glaze over. You were detached. Yeah, I get very detached because once she starts doing things like that, I get annoyed. And it's like, I like the character. I know the character is pushy, but this triggers a personal response for me. So, like, yeah. but she didn't, just, really, she didn't really do that. The thing is, she didn't have to bring it up. She did exactly in that, in that hey, moment. You. It wasn't. It wasn't necessary. Everybody, Bro, heard let me it. go. To, let me go to fucking sleep. Let me go to sleep. Let me wake up. Let me go home. Let me feed my child, bro. Yeah, give she, me a chance to breathe. But I like it, it. I understand it can be triggering because I have relatives like that too who don't really give you room to process what's happening. They just want to know immediately how did you feel? What made you go? What made you say that? But it was so in character for who they've presented Paulina to be, so it didn't bother me. But I exactly, so I couldn't, I couldn't get mad. Yeah, it'll because be... I knew this already. But yeah. it's like that's why I just totally disengaged because I don't want to get to a point where I hate the character because of that one thing. Yeah, it's like, well, and it's already something I know that she does. But it's <laughs> like now at this point, we like you just getting upset because she's meeting your expectations. <laughs> like, but. I, yeah, exactly. I, it, so it's like <laughs> for the most part, I did really enjoy the scenes because I didn't think it would happen this soon. But I'm assuming they're fast tracking their thawing or their quote unquote reconciliation because Ray is coming. Ray is coming, even though I want them to wait at least a year. But Lawrence Fishburne. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, <laughs> That would be the, that would be too if, triggering for some people. <laughs> no. Only you would get the reference if you would have watched the movie like I told you to. She ain't gotta watch it to know. <laughs> Everybody I, knows. <laughs> which movie was this you told me to watch? <laughs> What's love? Got What's to love? Do? That's, do. The, that's the one I thought it was, but I wasn't sure because you you recommended quite a few. It's on my list. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, but I'm curious to see where this goes. Um, I'm managing my expectations because I did want them to space it out a bit more. Um, I'm curious to see who they got to play him. Uh, I mean, if the guy that we saw in the cast photo is Ray, he looks interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to decipher who it is. I thought it was somebody and then that theory was shot to shot to hell so never mind <laughs> but um i'm just i just want to see where they go with it 
I hope it's, I want to see the drama more in the forefront. And, but I will say, I do think that the devil is absolutely behind bringing Ray to town, especially with that little monologue that the devil gave. Like when he, before Susan came in the room, he was upstairs, he was in his room. And he's like, that is the second time you put hands on me. And we flashed back to the Mark the Mark Devil Paulina scene and then this if Paulina comes at Johnny for a third time which she might yeah but she will knowing her she's gonna make that weird go all the way <laughs> oh I w- okay that, that sounds fun I would be okay with yeah because bringing Ray to town it, just to keep Paulina in check it feels like that's what's about to happen because it gave me a weird vibe like when he, when he said it, I was like, okay, so is he going to be the reason? And knowing that we're likely going to see Ray before the end of this month, considering part of her January preview was the arrival of somebody from her past. I'd say we we'll um, see a May sweeps. I mean, no, not, May, he, not May, not May, February. I mean, sorry, I don't know why I said May. Well, <laughs> whatever, whatever little bit of February sweeps we actually get. Oh, forgot about that break. <gasps> yeah, but. Moving oh, can I read on. That sure, why not? Oh God! Yay! <laughs> no references to Laverne and Shirley. Chanel <laughs> 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 wow. is devastated, and Allie and her Julia Award-winning burst out there to comfort her. Chanel kisses Allie, and Allie freaks out. Chanel apologizes and begs her to stay, promising nothing else will happen. Allie agrees, and she strips down into her unmatching bra and panties and gets into the bed. (laughs) As Allie is confident Chanel, she kisses her and they end up having sex, which Paulina walks in on. Now, I did not expect Paulina to walk in. (laughs) Me either. That surprised me. Um, Chanel, whenever she's in pain, she likes to kiss kiss people. That's not new. Yep. (laughs) That's not, nope, that's not new at all. That's, that's, that's her thing. Um, okay. Well, since Ariette isn't here, I can talk freely, y'all. I ain't nobody gonna throw stones. I have him ready to go, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to figure out how to put this. You just definitely... They're not doing it for me. And I'm trying so hard to see it. I promise y'all I am. I'm, but you don't... I'm that's just... the thing. You don't have to try. If they're not for you, they're not for you. And it's like, I want to like them. I really, really, really want to. But I, I'm just, they give off big friend energy. I mean, the whole yeah. time during their scenes, I'm singing, Shlamil, Shamaza, has, I, 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 it was giving Laverne and Shirley. feel differently. I And like felt... when they were having sex, they it was hot. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Two women playing bumper cars that does it, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it wasn't giving it. They made love energy, it was giving y'all looking for a third. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was giving they, they were just friends and got caught up in the moment. Not to me, for me, for uh, me Michael, yeah, but chemistry well, subjective, so. <laughs> I am going to take up for the Chally fans since Arya is not here to co-sign this with me. I'll be doing it solo. But I 
felt everything, like the emotional connection was there. I didn't really like the way Chanel was kind of almost manipulating her to stay by bringing up Johnny. That kind of took me out of it for a second. Um, but I really did love the connection between them. Um, one of my favorite moments, and Michael, I'll be interested to see if you picked up on this, when Allie was helping Chanel out of her dress, did that give you Meredith Christina vibes from Grey's? LeBaron and Shirley. <laughs> now, okay, now I do remember that scene on Grey's. Um, it, it actually did give me those. And I never felt that those two should have gone further either. So that could be why I'm just stuck in the friend thing with them. Um, but I'm, in, I'm enjoying the potential of the story because I think Johnny genuinely fell for Chanel. And I think Chanel genuinely fell for Johnny. But I also think Janelle, Chanel had genuine feelings for Allie. And yeah, so now Chanel's about to be genuinely torn. Yeah. Once the truth Chanel looks very out. beautiful in bed. <laughs> <laughs> she, she did. She did. She was giving, she looked very nice. It was giving nice ambiance. But again, I'm trying so hard. I really want to like them, y'all. I really I'll, do. I'll say this too. I like that Allie was the one that made the first move. Was she? Yeah, she went in for that kiss in the bed. Are we talking? Are we talking about the morning after in this segment too? Uh, we're heading right into it's the that next, next one. Oh, okay, okay. I'll save this time at the end. Yeah. Am I? Am I reading that or are you? Oh, you can do it now. I already said the Julia Award winning breast part. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure. Just um, make sure. Hold on. Just make sure that every time you know. We're entering our alley segment. We have to mention that now. Well, I will leave that to you because that does not sound right coming out of my mouth. Is that just for the year until we crown a new winner? Assuming we actually crown a new winner and she does in two feet. Because <laughs> honestly, quite honestly, she might be the Erica Slizak of this damn award. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Because good Lord, did y'all see those things around Christmas time? When she was wearing that orange spaghetti strip. Mm. No, we, we saw him last week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah. she's, she's going to be a soap legend. Mark my words. <laughs> Lindsay Arnold is going to be a soap legend. Oh, look at Tracy Bregman. Oh my God. Oh my God. Jackie Zeman. You are such a mess when you don't host. My God. That's why I don't. That's why I like not hosting sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say before we move on to the morning after stuff that I was very happy that Allie was the one who made the move that crossed the line from just friends comforting each other into more. Because after Chanel kissed her and she backed off, whatever else was going to happen between them, Allie needed to be the one to make the move, and she did. Man. That shit she did the next morning was so pussy. But we'll talk about that. <laughs> Nick, next, Nick, 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 no one's going to go with this. The next morning, Allie is full of guilt and determined to tell Trip, but she isn't sorry about what happened. She said it felt very natural. Chanel tries to convince Allie to keep quiet, but she wants to tell the truth, but chickens out at the last minute. Man, Allie's so pussy. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why. Because when she woke up, oh, so that wasn't a dream? Girl, 
She said that? Yes. Allie is slicker than damn Bill Clinton. Oh my God. I, I, yo, I'm going to need Bro. Trip to become an asshole about this because I do. I need which, that. I need Which it. actually, I forgot to put this on the outline, but we might as well talk about it here since you brought it up. We actually got what we wanted, y'all. A trip Ava scene. Finally. But like, he, he, I need him to find out and be pissed and like try to hold it in and then just start doing fucked up shit. Yeah. I, like he, now, if he were to become a villain and like start trying to ruin Sweet Bits and ruin Chanel the way he tried to ruin Ben when he thought Ben and Sierra were going to get together, it would be a lot more believable now than it was then. Yeah. And he can't just, they can't just continue not writing for him. They, he needs to react in a very specific way. I'm going to err on the side of positivity, which is my norm. And assume that they have been writing Trip in this way by choice so that when he does find out about Ali and Chanel, it gives him all the more reason to go nuclear. The thing is, I I have no problem with him being written as a decent person. I just don't, I hate the fact that they don't write him at all. Like they don't, they rarely give him anything to play into. So like at this point, for a long time, I was like, well, why is he here? Like, so if he doesn't, I need him to go off the rails, whether he starts scheming or whether he becomes a drug addict or whether he just starts sleeping around, like. With who? I'm sure we can find somebody. It's like, it's it's somebody on the canvas that don't need to be in the relationship they're in. Like. All them nurses in the hospital (laughs) you can't find nobody. (laughs) But they need, he needs to react. Because when Ali said it felt very natural, okay, even if, <laughs> even if she's even if she's not fully I know ready, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> even if she's not fully prepared to own her feelings, I think she should just break it off with Trip now. Just do that once, because right now she's dancing in that Ray Fernandez territory of you being an mm-hmm. asshole. right now right now i'm I'm gonna say it she needs to never judge her mother for another one of her choices ever again after this ever Mm -hmm. hell she can't even judge johnny at this point at least johnny but didn't made it made it she's a horn she's a horn (laughs) touche and the brady and the brady at the very least johnny if they don't know about the possession yet but johnny made it his business not to start building a life with chanel and then screw her over later. He ended it immediately. But, so oh, okay, in the most that, humiliating way possible. But yeah. true. But rip the bandaid off now. I feel like mm-hmm. Ali's gonna double. I feel like Ali's gonna double down on this relationship with Trip, and it's gonna come out at the worst time. Probably at a wedding. Probably at an engagement party because that's what Ron does. Or maybe, or maybe in bed with Trip when she calls him Chanel. Oh, that's so wrong. Mm, mm. I mean, that's how that's how Rex found out about Eric and Sarah. The thing is, he could if they do it that way, that could give him license to 
start scheming because maybe like she says it in her sleep right after sex and she doesn't know he heard it but he knows he heard it <laughs> yeah so if he starts well, acting I, like I, his I, mother then cool i want to go back to chanel and Allie for a bit because even though i'm not feeling them i really like chanel's energy towards this it, it was very you know titillating affair he said, if you run your mouth or brag about this secret rendezvous, I will hunt you down. But like, I, I just like the energy. And then, of course, Allie pussy were out and didn't tell anybody. So, But I also, I, like that, I also like that Chanel was like, you know, I get that this can be a lot for you. And like, they gave, I like that they gave, she kind see, of See, I didn't get Allie, that. No, she literally said it like, I know this was the first time that you've been with a girl and I know that can be intense. And they gave Allie a door to say that she regretted it and she didn't say it. No, she, I was getting, if it's a camera up in here and it's going to leave with me when I do. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, That's what I was getting from it. Like, I don't even, she, I don't even need Allie to tell anybody right now she could i just want her to at least distance herself from trip like let's take it slower before we jump into anything more watch her watch her say let's move in together i know she is because that's just who she is <laughs> she, there's listen. a joke for this there's a joke for this but i'm not gonna say it i'm gonna leave that to dylan when she gets back i just think I really hope no. that this... So y'all haven't heard the joke? I, I know the joke you're talking about. I'm going to ignore it. Now shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, I, and, I, and I'm just moving right along and saying what I'm going to say. Tony don't that... get it. Me, me and Nick on the same page. God, I hate you so much. <laughs> well, I'm going to stay over here in my oh, unknowledgeable me. corner and just... <laughs> As Indy already um, says, you got your hands in the air with your feet on the gas. Slow down. <laughs> okay, I have no idea what the fuck is going on, so we're just moving right along. In the military, no, they be having a damn U-Haul on stand, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I have no idea what the hell is happening, so we are moving on because I am too damn cold for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> We'll explain to you after the show. Okay. Moving on. Oh, boy. Completely moving on to the (laughs) other side of the devil chaos now. Um, EJ's trial is looming. He asks Belle to represent him, but she turns him down. She reconsiders after a conversation with Nicole and takes his case just as his trial begins. I really loved the Nicole Bell scene. Yeah. I love the, the Bell EJ scenes too. Yeah, this was a nice trio of. Oh wow! Yeah, it was a nice. Um, I I like the fact that Nicole was like, I can't stand this bastard, but I know he didn't kidnap her. Like, <laughs> right? He's like, she. And then her defense is EJ's not that stupid. If he's gonna do it, he'd be. He's not gonna. He's not gonna get caught. Like, remember how long he hid the fact that Sydney wasn't dead. Or the fact that Sydney was dead. Yeah. Because he faked he faked Sydney's death for like a good four or five months. Yeah. And he he and Sam were engaged, about to get married again when Sammy finally found out. So EJ would Everything, not yep. 
would not be this sloppy. I was like, I was surprised and I kind of need a Belle and Nicole friendship because they play really well off of each other. Then it would lose her fucking mind. <laughs> yeah, she would, but you're, again, you're defending my ex-husband who who is who allegedly kidnapped me and you're taking advice from Nicole of all people. But honestly, Belle would be well within her rights to do whatever the hell she wanted because Sammy unleashed Jan on the entire fucking world. Yeah, she did. With no cause for concern. And if Sammy had left well enough alone and left Jan in New York, the devil never would have been able to get to Jan to do what they did. Sure. So Belle is well within her rights to do whatever the fuck she wants and fuck her sister's feelings about it, to be honest. But Belle is showing that she's a much better person than even I am because I would have been fuck Sammy and fuck her feelings if it were me. But Belle is actually trying to consider her sister's feelings in spite of everything her sister did to her. Yeah, I, like I don't think like Belle seems like she does not want to have a confrontation at all, especially with Sammy. Because she knows how Sammy operates. She'd just rather just... No, she's just tired. She's tired. She's tired. Yeah. Sammy's, ex- Sammy's exhausting in general on a good day. So She's, li- she's literally been dealing with this beef from the day she was born. Yeah. So she literally. probably just doesn't want to open that can of worms again. She's tired. I don't blame her. <laughs> but I, I did love the moment like, when she did agree to take the case and she comes strolling into the courtroom and she's like, her her versus trash is going to be fun and then when she looked at EJ and she's like I'm sorry EJ do you accept my representation <laughs> and the sly little smiley hat on his face I was living it was so much fun so EJ oh no we're not we're not going that BJ? far no, no, we're, not, no we're not we're not doing that here she can we can be. do a, a, a friendship damn Tom. okay yeah, yeah. We, can do a, we can do a friendship but I, I don't. They, those two can never screw. That can no. Never. <laughs> no matter how inappropriate the chemistry between Dan and Martha is, no, thank you. Yeah, that is too big of a can of worms to open. Mm, yeah, well, it, <laughs> it, it would make sense considering they grew up together. Literally, uh, we don't talk about that. We, we don't. We don't talk about that at all. Moving on to the Chad part of this, Chad is having a pang of guilt when he realizes EJ could do some serious jail time. I don't know what the fuck he thought was going to happen, but okay. I don't think he <laughs> thought, because he probably thought EJ would go to trial and then there's likely no way he would ever get convicted. But oh, I think EJ could pay off a drug. Yeah, that's probably what he thought. But because <laughs> once I think once it started looking real, real, oh, this this could go very, very left. I don't want to be responsible for this. And the thing is, if EJ was convicted and then it can't, Chad admitted after the fact, then he could also be on the hook for charges as well. Yeah, but uh, he he wants to tell the truth that EJ was framed on the stand. Kate is worried about Lucas and uses Phillips' dis- disappearance to guilt Chad. He agrees to keep Lucas's name out of it. Chad has also decided not to tell Abby to protect her from the fallout, considering he claim he plans on saying that he himself framed EJ. Yeah. Chad is really, really, sh- you know, you, you know all, all that progress I said about Chad having brain cells in order to be able to put all the stuff with Lucas together last week. Gone, done, what? delete. Well, why were they wrong? I mean, why are they gone? <laughs> uh, be- 
because he's willing to send himself to jail, which is dumb. Well, is he going to go to jail? He might, he might, only thing that might happen to Chad is he's going to lose his job. I don't think he's, he's going to. Fr- he's no. framing a he's, EJ for he's kidnapping. He's literally framing that's it's a crime. I th- no, I thought he just put that's the thing. I thought he's gonna just own the fact that he put the evidence there, but he didn't actually he he fabricated evidence to make EJ look guilty. That's because, what he's crime. saying. In not court. only that, he put it into company. So not like, only is company he right. databases, that's fraud. Yeah, that's company records, it, that's company financial records. That's all fraud. types of illegal bro. It's it's fabricating evidence, it's obstruction of justice it's straight up perjury considering i'm assuming he gave a statement saying that he found the evidence to begin with so oh, you know it, all these laws but didn't he but didn't he but actually he was trying to argue me down <laughs> we're not going when i was there, campaigning sir. for gwen to go to jail okay tony okay yeah i see how it is folks right like i think his excuse was he was he was going to say he only planted the evidence because he thought ej was guilty but yeah, that, that's still a crime within itself. It's that's still all illegal. Still a crime. <laughs> and he's not telling If this was Matlock, he would have been in big jail. Big jail. <laughs> but also, he's also Demera, so he probably won't do a lick of no, jail. Big time. jail. <laughs> big jail. That's what he's doing. He, he probably expects, oh, well, they're, not, they're probably going to give me a slap on the wrist. And I know I'm going to lose my job. That's about it. Which, why he would nah, do that. You're going to big with, jail why he would think that when Trask is the one pursuing this case. Again, I stand Be- I, I stand firm in my he's an idiot. Well the thing is Trask picks Trask her been coming for the mayor. Yeah, but she but she picks her battles. I don't think like she would not I don't think she would care enough to go after Chad. Uh would yes, she? she would. Hello, A, he's a Demera. So everybody with the name Demera, she's ar- she already said she wants to make mincemeat out of EJ because he's a Demera and she couldn't make mincemeat out of Kristen. Thing number one. So Chad being a Demera is strike number one against him. Strike number two, she's trying EJ for a crime he didn't commit based on evidence he presented. He made her look like a fool. You think Trask is going to take that lying down? Not only that, not only that. Melinda Trans has beef with Jack and Jennifer. Huh? Oh, um, the let's not let's not forget the mayor the, campaign, the mayor stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Jack. Oh shit! Jack is the one who outed Haley. <sighs> oh yeah. Exactly. So it, it, there's a, there's layers to it. Sending. Ooh. So of course she's going to have beef with Abigail's husband. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, I give up. I tried. To, let, I tried to defend you, Chad. Let's I tried. Be honest. Let's be honest, had Jack not exposed that, Haley would probably still be alive today. Mm. No, well, no. Kristen, Kristen, crazy ass would have pushed her down the stairs over that baby anyway. That had nothing to do with Jack. Yeah, that had nothing to do, because she was working at the hospital, and the reason that that Kristen pushed her is because Haley was the one who told her her baby was dead. So that all falls squarely on Victor. Now, why they had the nurses doing that? I don't know. That was that was a big what the fuck moment for me when that happened. Because like I remember when we were when I was watching that episode, I was like, "This is not her job. Why is she doing this? What is is happening? Where is Kayla or Doctor Rayner, who was on set at the time?" (laughs) It was all. It was all just so odd and weird and. But anyway, yeah, Chad 
Chuck is not <laughs> having an excellent brain day. I, I tried to defend you, Chad. I'm sorry. It didn't work. <laughs> Big jail. <laughs> Am I supposed to be hearing that in the big fun? Yes. You're going to have big fun down the <laughs> And that is the title of the podcast. Big what, jail? What, big jail or, or big fun down in Statesville? Big jail. <laughs> oh, God. It's either that or Flotus. Big jail for the win. It should be not throw this. That's what you. No, 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 no. I'm going to put a. I'm going to put a poll on the podcast. <laughs> a poll, no okay. con. A poll, no context. Just, just. <laughs> <laughs> what should the next title of the episode? <laughs> we have, what should the next title of the episode and bonus if you can guess who said it. <laughs> Well, at this point, they know that the titles come from one of us. It's, it's usually me. I don't know why. That's pretty easy. Unless, unless Tony says some wild shit before the end of the podcast. <laughs> Which is very, very possible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next story, y'all. <laughs> uh, the devil has decided they want control of Demare Enterprises. He convinces EJ to sign his shares over to Johnny in the event the trial goes south. The devil has big plans and controlling Demare Enterprises is a big piece of the puzzle. However, all of the devil's plans could be in jeopardy as he overhears Kate confronting Lucas. Kate tells Lucas Chad told her everything he was planning on telling the court the truth without naming him. This displeases the devil, so he races over to the courthouse and literally chokes Chad to prevent him from talking. Okay, um, I didn't expect him to go after Demera, um, but I'm curious um, to see what he's going to do with that control. Yeah, um, me too. And the thing is, I thought EJ was a little like naive to just jump at the chance to sign over temporarily to sign over his control to his shares to Johnny. But I genuinely think EJ is has been dreaming of this day where his son wanted to work with him so he's letting his guard down and probably a little bit too yeah. much yeah i and i love the way that the devil choked chad like <laughs> I, he should have passed out i don't i don't like the fact that he got to they should have had to stretcher him out of the, the courtroom because i think that would have been a bit more dramatic but that's just me um yeah but then then the last moment couldn't have happened if they did that yeah yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Kate and Lucas need to have these conversations somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Because I knew, like, because you could see, like, as Kate and Lucas were talking, you could see somebody come in. Yeah. And I looked at my, I looked at my mom and I'm like, that's Johnny. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't expect him to go straight to the courthouse. I didn't know what I thought he was going to do. But <laughs> well, he, he had to, and because even as the trial was getting underway, I was like, okay, he must orb there or some shit because he's got to get there real quick in order to stop Chad from being able to talk. Yeah. Which he did, but I too am curious to see exactly what his plans for Demer Enterprises are. And I didn't put this on the outline, so we'll just throw this in here, uh, especially knowing that Gabby and Jake are circling because they had those scenes with Maggie this week. Yeah, so that explains the Johnny Gabby spoilers. Yeah. 
So I was kept I kept wondering like why Gabby EJ wouldn't entertain this. So but but Gabby knows that Johnny that EJ they know that EJ is signing his shares over to Johnny. So Gabby is gonna Gabby is going to um I guess go talk to Johnny and Johnny's gonna start flirting because the devil is a whore. <laughs> yep. And just is horny. And so it's going to be interesting to see exactly where this all goes. I'm intrigued. But what did we think of the Jake, Gabby, Maggie thing? Did we like it? It felt weird. <laughs> it did, right? I mean, it worked, but it felt weird. It felt like because Camila was sick, they didn't want to risk John Aniston, so they had Suzanne sub in. Oh, no. Oh, damn. Oh, my. Yeah, was I was expecting that. Because <laughs> her, I, I her voice was, they they actually put that in the dialogue. I can't. Um, I'm losing my voice. I can't really talk. So, like, can you do most of the heavy lifting when it comes to this conversation? So, uh, what she said that, and because M- Maggie has never given a damn about Titan in the ten years that she's been with Victor, twelve now. Yeah, no, she hasn't. So this felt weird, and it worked. Like it wasn't. It wasn't bad. It just. Well, see, I liked it. It was giving Griselda Blanco. It wasn't like, it wasn't bad. It's just, it was weird for Maggie. Because it's not her. She doesn't play, she doesn't get involved in the business. She never has. In the in the decade plus they have been together, she has not once given a damn about Titan. I mean, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I get your point, but I enjoyed it. Well, no, that's fine. I enjoyed it too. It was just weird and felt like this was, was a last like, minute decision. This was a last minute decision, but it still worked because everything that she was saying was easily something Victor could have said. Yeah, I was like, okay, then we're gonna have to start calling her Big Maggie. But yes, I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Don't know why we're going through this because at the end of the day, Gabby could always leave and take Gabby she with her. But you know. <sighs> Oh well. Again, we know that that's not a thing. I mean, if if Joe Devil doesn't off Jake, then I don't want it. I don't care. <laughs> Which again, we Boo! we know he ain't going. <laughs> I, I live over here in reality where I pay attention to who's on set and when, so. We know that the- <laughs> I'm sleepy, y'all. Because <laughs> I'm just like, what's the point of hoping for something we already know is not going to happen? Did we just throw this onto the outline? We did because I completely forgot about it. I'm actually shocked that it didn't okay. get more. <laughs> okay, so where where are we picking up? Because I'm lost. <laughs> we are picking up. Um, We'll just go right to the next thing that's on the outline because since Johnny has Johnny has effectively choked the life out of Chad, preventing him from talking. The court is in die, recess. And, just die. The court is in recess, and the devil uses that time to secure EJ's signature on the transfer papers. Belle wants to look over the papers, but the devil convinces her not to. Devil's gotta play this smart because I miss Dylan. She would have got that reference. I got, I got that it. I was just ignoring the reference. 
That's one of my favorite gifts. I understand the reference perfectly clear. <laughs> but yeah, Matt is always had a crush on Diane Carroll. So. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't funny. That ain't funny, cause I ain't. <laughs> that, no, I'm, I'm not. Le- <laughs> the reefer is taking me higher and higher. <laughs> Christ, okay. <laughs> but anyway, John- but yes, that's not a laughing matter, Nick. I understand. Me too. <laughs> Johnny is is kind of, well. Joe Devil, I should say, has got to kind of play this smart and remember that Johnny was not about the business life before now. So all of this is going to seem very strange. So he's, he's a little too cocky at this point. He feels like yeah. nobody's going to find him out now that he's in the new body, but he's not playing the beats. The thing is, I think the him fact and the that, can relate. I, the, I think the fact that EJ is not questioning him is what's going to save him. If EJ was questioning it, then that would be different. But like I said, I think because EJ's EJ letting his guard down. Ass. Yeah. yeah, he's an arrogant ass and he feels yeah. like he won this round. And the devil so knows how to stroke his question. ego. Because even, even, <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, it's true because even, because even, even when EJ did start to question, like, because earlier in the week, after everything that happened with Chanel, EJ was like, yeah, okay, what is up with you? Because clearly this is not who you are. And the devil was basically like, what? I'm only listening to what you told me. Shouldn't you be happy that I'm finally listening to you? Yep. That's all EJ's wanted since he came back to town was for yep. Johnny to Johnny. work with him. And again, so much of Johnny's behavior now while he's possessed by the devil is stuff that was set up when Johnny first got to town. Yeah. Like, like we said with Chanel, nobody's really questioning it because they established his womanizing behavior. EJ has wanted this since he came, since Johnny came home. So now that he's finally getting it, he's not going to look a gift horse in the mouth. Yeah, right now everything that's happening is things people aren't going to question. The the threading the threading of this when like I feel like if we ever go back and rewatch this story, like the threading of everything, knowing what we know, is going to make things a lot clearer. And I kind of I kind of can't wait to rewatch and kind of see what was planned and what wasn't it, you know? Yeah. But on to the last little bit of it, which this little last thing here, which I was not expecting. Uh, Chad is still determined to clear EJ. So the devil transforms himself into EJ and kisses Abby, which Chad walks in on. I did not... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I did not see that coming at all. But the second he walked, the second EJ, and I'm using air quotes for, you know, I know you guys can't see me, but I am using air quotes when I say this. But the <laughs> second EJ walked into that witness room, I was like, that's not EJ. I, I thought it was EJ until he started talking. <laughs> no, even like, even like his whole demeanor, like the look on his face, I'm like, nah, that's not EJ. First of all, second of all, what the hell would the defendant be doing in the witness room? Yeah, it so was... that 
that was that was also my other thing that my mom and I were both like, yeah, I know this is definitely not actually EJ. And the fact that um, Abigail was basically like, dude, what is wrong with you? Get the fuck away from me was hilarious. Yeah, and just... I'm going to be interested to see how Chad reacts because now Chad is definitely not going to defend EJ. No. He's playing because, right into the devil's hands. Yep. But I think he's going to be pissed that EJ made a move on his wife when his wife clearly want that more so than think that Abby actually wanted it. Because I, I know there's been some talk on Twitter on how Chad is going to react come Monday, but I actually don't think Chad is going to think the worst of Abigail. I think he's going to defend his wife and finally sucker punch the crap out of EJ and then bury him on the stand. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, it would be it would be weird for him to suddenly be insecure about Abby's intentions now. I would just prefer he focus on EJ being who EJ is and his track record since he's got back to town was to yep. get up under Chad's skin. So it's not surprised. It wouldn't be surprising if Chad, if EJ did this now to Chad. It would be surprising to everyone else, but Chad thinks he's shitty anyway. <laughs> exactly. The devil's busy. He's very doing, busy. Hernandez is Mexican or Cuba? Mexican. What? They're Mexican. Absol- okay. <laughs> Why? <Never mind. laughs> I, I don't care about Chad and Abigail in this way. So <laughs> I was sitting here thinking of ways we can make the Hernandez family interesting, but never mind. Send them away. But go ahead. Because <laughs> I was thinking about having some cut. I was thinking about having some cousins from Miami God. <laughs> come up to Salem. You know, big cartel shit. You know. No, we are. We've already. <laughs> we've already done the cartel mob mess with them. That's the entire reason that Dario has been on the run and out of Salem the last four years. Did uh, he have the grit? No, man, he didn't have the grit. Let's move yes. on, shall we? I, we weren't even on that page, sir. I know, I know. I, I'm just over the Chabby story, so let's move on. Well, I'm going to say one more thing, and then we can move into our segments. I would just like to say that the devil has only been possessing Johnny completely for about 24 hours, and look at all the mess they created. It's only been 24 hours. Mm-hmm. God. Well, yeah, he's causing a lot of chaos. Quick question, quick question, quick question. Go ahead. So, did they just cut out Lucas's testimony? No, that's Monday. So, why did they use it in the promo? Because they dropped the wrong promo and just never fixed it. (laughs) Okay. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. That's weird. Okay. Very usually when they drop the wrong promo, they then drop the correct one. But this one was dated for the week of this. They didn't even bother this time. (laughs) Nope. Didn't they drop it on a holiday or like a holiday weekend? Um this is the holiday weekend, Jesus Christ. (laughs) That's why they didn't fix it. (laughs) No, this weekend 
and coming this weekend now. No, tomorrow is my this weekend day. now. Because how you ble- let's move on. No, I thought they dropped it the first week of January. No, they dropped they Last the promo. Week, yeah, <laughs> it feels yeah, older. <laughs> <laughs> no, this week has just been really freaking long. <laughs> This month has been really freaking long. My yeah, God. January is bro- dragging. It is. <laughs> I feel like it always does, though. I feel like the end of the year gets so crazy that once the new year starts, I feel like January and February take forever to actually, like, happen. February and then- too bad. Let's move on. Let's move on. Move the hole. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're heading into the weeds. Don't talk um, about March, but go ahead. <laughs> Well, see, March is favorable because of St. Patrick's Day. March is a bitch and a half. It's too damn long. It's 31 days. And then we get our taxes. <laughs> That's a good month. Stop. All right. Well, we, we are definitely way in the weeds here. Um, I just, if, if the devil can do all of this mess in 24 hours, I cannot wait to see the havoc they wreak as time goes on. I'm curious. And with that, it is time to move into our segments. Michael, you are up first. Who is your read of the I week? I don't have one this week. Did nobody piss me off this week? Oh. After Jennifer yeah. Rose left, it got, it got kind of better. <laughs> it, it really did. All right, after, a blessing, after a blessing like that, you can't do much wrong. You have to really, really, really fuck up. And nobody really, really fucked up this week. But my Mavericks brown liquor joint of the week has touched my body by Mariah Carey. Because that was the energy that Chanel was giving to us. And I, I love that for us. What? Well, already then. <laughs> what, what? Go ahead. Nothing. <laughs> And now we're about the secret rendezvous. All right, so now we're just going to move right on into our good, bad, and ugly. Nick, why don't you kick us off? Okay, my good was um, the Lonnie Paulina stuff. I did really like the scenes. Um, I want to see more of them and their dynamic going forward. Um, Johnny's a mess and it was it's thoroughly entertaining I'm I didn't expect because I'm be real I wasn't really a fan of the idea of the possession happening again I tolerated it when it was Marlena um, because it's it's Marlena and it was iconic Um, but it wasn't something I was raving about like I enjoyed it more when Doug was in it because was involved because it was like really really unexpected Johnny was really really unexpected and I'm enjoying it because they're leaning into the mess that they said Johnny was all along. Um, my bad. Um, the Gabby Jake stuff and the and the Maggie stuff. I guess because it was Maggie involved, it just made it weirder. But also, we also know that. Victor's never going to give them control <laughs> of Titan, so it feels pointless. But if Victor gets his seat out of it, fine. My ugly, um, Rafe's still having a job, he needs to go. I'm tired. No, he needs to be unemployed. No. 
You walk up to get laid off so bad. Oh my God. Ray Fernandez needs to be collecting an unemployment check. Because <laughs> good employment when you get fired. So he he need yes, gone. You can. you can actually. Um you but can't, you hmm. can't collect unemployment if you quit. You can only collect it if you get fired. He he's terrible. He's an awful cop. But suddenly, because you're insecure about what you're doing, now Ava's the prime suspect and be one of the most ridiculous ridiculous crimes I've, <laughs> that we've ever had to deal with on this show now you were because oh she decapitated a bear not that she let Kristen out of jail twice like, like just, <laughs> I'm, I'm over him he needs to go he needs to be unemployed fire him Abe you're up and around now fire his ass <laughs> and is that your bad and your ugly yes go ahead Okay, Michael, you're up. <laughs> um, my good would have to be the chandelier falling. It, it was very pleasing to me. It, it made me laugh a lot. <laughs> that shit not Paulina her shoes. It was beating down her block, goddamn. Um, my other, <laughs> my other good. <laughs> My other good would have to be the chemistry between Abigail and Xander. I was specific earlier in the episode. I don't have to do it again. Give it to us. Give it to us now. My bad. I hate to put this for my bad because it's not for acting or story, but Nalani and Paulina says in the hospital just didn't do it for me. That That's my personal issue. It's nothing against them. It's nothing against the characters. It's nothing against the story, which is it rubbed me the wrong way entirely. And my ugly... <sighs> Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> Just because I think I was trying too hard. I'll try again next week, y'all. I promise. Stop trying. Just watch it and feel whatever you feel and stop trying to force something you don't. That's what I'm doing. I like. I'm. I'm enjoying the story. Like I, I like it for story wise, but it, again, it was. You want a third? It was you don't have to like it just because others do. Listen, you have no issue hating sin, and sin are pretty popular. So if you have no issue hating them, you should have no issue hating whoever else you hate. Well, there's a reason to hate sin. <laughs> no, but I'm just, but I'm just, I'm just using that as an example True. because of their Touché. popularity. Because yeah. part, part of his see, issue is everybody likes it. Oh, well, here's the thing. I want to like it because I'm rooting for everybody black. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you almost feel a little bit obligated to like try I'm and support it. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like I'm cooning for not. And I don't like that. Well, you still like Chanel. <laughs> But again, I'm supposed to root for everybody black, Nick. You still can. You can still root for Chanel and for Chanel to be happy. This is like if I'm watching Family Feud. This is like if I'm watching Family Feud and rooting for the white people. This is how it feels to me. It feels wrong. You can still root for Chanel and not totally love Chabby. I mean, Chally. Because I was going to say, like, I'm rooting for Abby, but Chad and Abby don't really do it for me as a couple, but I'm rooting for Abby to be happy, so I'm tolerating them. Yeah. See, I can do that. I, I do that with them. But 
I'm trying really hard with child. I really am. And it's, it's just not doing it for me. I wish it was. Because at first, I think it bothers me the most because I was feeling it at first. And you want to get the reek. I was going to say, were you ever feeling it with Raven? Yeah, oh, I was feeling it. It was there. It, the recast happened and it was big friend energy. Like I got more of a Jennifer and Hope vibe than a, you know, Callie and Arizona vibe. It just wasn't doing it for me. And and I tried. I literally watched the scenes three times, tried to get a vibe, and I just couldn't find it. So I had to put it on my ugly. It's nothing against them. It's just maybe it, along the line that they give us more romance in the writing. Maybe. And that's a strong maybe. I'll get into it. But as of right now, I'm just not feeling it. And maybe if you stop trying to feel it and just let it happen. Maybe. Maybe. Well, I tried with Jack and Jennifer and then I didn't see it happen. Because <laughs> well, at yeah, first yeah. I wouldn't let I, at first I wouldn't let that Jack thing go. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> it took me a minute. It, it happened. So may, maybe if I keep trying, it will happen. I'm, I'm trying, y'all. It's not like I'm trying to slam. It took me a minute to warm up to Elani too. Damn near a year, just based on when, from when we started podcasting, probably longer. And I and I and I, and I, see, I like it because I still be dragging Elani by her pigtails <laughs> <laughs> that she never wears. It's a saying. Okay, Tony, just move on. Anyway, my good, bad, and ugly. My good is. Um, everything possessed Johnny like I'm loving the mess like Nick said it's so much fun it's so crazy um they're doing unexpected things which I love because there there have been multiple moments this week where I was screaming at the tv which I was thrilled with everything having to do with Johnny and the devil it was just so much fun um my bad again Rafe Duke the Bear Kill it with fire. Get it gone. I'm over it. Do we even see that damn bloody shit this week? They fucking mentioned it. Talked about it. Anytime, I'm trying to tune it out. I'm so tired of that bell. <laughs> Anytime that thing gets mentioned and referenced like a human being, I am going to put it on either my bad or my ugly, depending on how offensive it is. This week it gets bad. What's your ugly is then? Oh, my ugly is something that's actually uh, visually ugly. And that oh, is. I know what this is. <laughs> you know exactly <laughs> what this is because it's been here before. Uh, the Kyriakis living room. Oh, and yes. it's not where I expect you to go. Yes. <laughs> Y'all, they finally turned the light on. In the, and I, wish and I was yelling, turn, turn them back, back off. Turn them back <laughs> off. <laughs> Cause it was fucking. I finally saw that color scheme that Tony has been going on, y'all. It looked like strength. That damn baby food. Some damn press squash. Oh, it looked (laughs) disgusting. It seriously looked like somebody painted that room in baby shit and then went shopping at it at a state sale. Y'all, it's pink and yellow. (laughs) According to Tony, it's shitty yellow. See, it looked like Homer Simpson exploded in the y'all. It's in the granite of the fireplace. It is uh, turn them lights back damn off. Just, just, just say Victor got sensitive eyes and go with that. It's just so damn 
ugly and I hate it. I it's hate on the it couch. So it's on the walls. It's, it's on every the damn floors. Where. It's every fucking where. Oh my god. It looked like Big Bird shitted in there. No, oh where did you think god. I was going, Nick? Stephen Caleb. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Yeah, I almost took my ugly, but that was just. I might have the AARP crowd. Yeah, the AARP crowd might be coming for us after this. I dragged so. him for filth last week. I wasn't going to try to follow that up. I was just going to let that sit. Um, but yeah, that's my good, bad, and ugly. Do either one of you have a watching it wrong before I give mine? Not for this show. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Okay, well then I'll go ahead and give mine. Um, this is just kind of a general soap Twitter thing that I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot of the sky is falling tweets when it comes to certain stories on days. And I've seen it across multiple stories with multiple ships. And I just... This is can, a new... Yeah, I'm about to say that. They always do this. <laughs> it, it's, it's not new, but it, it, it was seeping into my timeline a lot this week with Chad specifically. And it's just something I've been seeing. And it's not something I've ever subscribed to. Like, I've never won, I've never been like a panic viewer. So like, I'm always of the, let's wait and see what happens. Let's watch it air before we fully have a conniption. And I just wanted to just put that out there because I feel like it needed to be said because I feel like a lot of people could benefit from that. I, I can't vouch for that. I can't vouch for that because I tried that when Laura was coming back and everybody was telling me, oh, they're going to kill Laura. They're going to kill I said, no, let's watch it and see what happens. And they killed Laura and look where I am now. Yeah, But see, once it airs, then you want to bitch to your heart's content feel free because then you'll actually have something to bitch about yeah but we're coming up on the year anniversary folks but pre preemptively bitching without cause yeah that's stupid just seems like a monumental waste of energy that's a little dumb (laughs) (laughs) because it is i mean we we've seen it Now, now i have an example for this I have an example for this. Even though it was a rightfully so thing, when everybody was bitching when Sonny came home on the General Hospital, that it was the most anticlimactic mess, I said, hold on now. I feel like we cooking with some hot grease. We just got to let it warm up. And now here we are. Just wait till it plays out, y'all. Just watch things change on the daily on these shows. True. Because now GH is the hottest show out there. I swear to God, y'all yeah, been tuning in. Mm, for you, maybe, but it's still shit. Oh, okay. I, I have some druthers, but <laughs> Listen, it, Daze it's is doing it for me right now. Yeah, Dave is doing it for me more than GH is. She's watching the wrong, y'all. I can, <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny either of those claims. I'm just going to hush. <laughs> Well, okay, we we can get ready to start recording. Bye, y'all. Because we're going to drag each other to this now. <laughs> I just started, so. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.